I didn't know you like to get wet. What? <laughs> Man, you just smoked angel dust. PCP. Oh, sure. Love boat. Scabble dabble. Lickety split. Sherman Hemsley. <laughs> 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 Sherman Hemsley, the Big Ragu, Hulk Hogan, Leon Isaac Kennedy, Fled Flintstone, Jimmy Superfly <laughs> <laughs> I wanna take things slow, put my mind in cruise control. Niggas can't breathe when I come to hum to some shoes. Gotta be 20 men, it's not even funny, they can't. It's so cold, too tight, the left looks too right. You know what? You right, these bitches can't. Look, look, they hearts racing, they start chasing, but I'm so fast when I blow past that they can't. In the presence of the man, your future look better than your past. If you present with the man, you better. You niggas can't share my air, I walk a mile in the I double tapped it. Yo, them chubby fingers could have moved fast enough. Mmm, season, y'all. And you know what time it is if you're listening to my voice. If you could see me right now on camera, that can mean one thing and one thing only. It's time for the cruise control, baby. <laughs> Episode 84 is getting live in the building. As you already know, it's your boy Dev Cruz. Sitting to my left, the boy Dave Cruz. Yo, what's up, everybody? And of course, the man behind the camera, Mr. Clean himself, Bendito. Benny, Benny, what's up, cuz? How you doing? Yo, what's up, y'all? Hey. Chilling, bro. You smell like cat. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know you got six cats. <laughs> and finally, he's got some headphones on today, so we got. I feel like we got to introduce him now to this, to this whole thing. He's listening in. Poppy Flex over there. Dave, I hate you. <laughs> His chubby fingers, yo. His fingers are, they're fat today. That's why he's... They're fatter than usual. Opening mail? David never opened mail before in his life. What? He's talking about opening mail. He just rips it in half. Chubby fingers. Last but not least, Bobby Boy Lex is in the building. He doesn't have a microphone right now. He's he's training. You feel me? What's that? Because he graduated to having headphones. <laughs> so you play graduation music? <laughs> Is this the Harry Potter graduation music? <laughs> I just looked up graduation music. <laughs> oh, this when you walking in. All right, Alex is out. We gave him his podcast. Alex is the one that has graduated the most recently. He did, right? From, oh, con- from uh, high school, right? Yeah, congratulations, man. <laughs> A whole, like, two, three years later. I'm saying most recently from all of us. <laughs> Gonna say congrats. <laughs> congrats, Bobby. <laughs> no, congrats on getting the headphones. Um, Alex will be tuning in with us. You know, next week we'll let you put your finger. In. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, not on me, just in the frame. Can you imagine if we just let Alex little by little get into the show? <laughs> then he's gonna be sitting right here. One day, half his face is gonna be right off the frame right here. Listen, man. 
Episode 84, Dave, Benny, Alex, we are lit. We having a good time. As we do every episode, though, we got to go back into last week and talk about last week's top five and the newly added question of the week. So our top five last week was top five worst chores. Yes. That we absolutely hate. We absolutely hate. We found out that you don't like to do anything. Opening mail. <laughs> Chubby fingers over here. Opening mail. I still can't get past that. I can guarantee you David don't open the mail. He has the baby open the mail. He takes her little finger and slides it through the mail slot because he can't do it. I, he's the worst. Let's get into this top five um, on on YouTube. I person says, my vote's for Devin. I do all the chores in my house, but Dave, opening mail is not a chore. Thank you. Opening mail has never been a chore. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. We'll keep it going. Dave's wins. Personally, I like washing the dishes and folding laundry. The hot water. <laughs> and it's soft. Like a mini spa for my hands. It got real, <laughs> real sensual in that comment. <laughs> Yo. Um, I didn't know washing clothes was such a transformative experience. Straight orgasm forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's soft and hot water. <laughs> Big O alert, big O alert. <laughs> and then finally, the last one is I vote for Dev. And then they go into the question of the week. We'll save the half of that comment for a little later. Why would you end on saying I vote for Dev? No, they started. No, the person started saying I vote for Dev. And then they talk about the question of the week. Just so. read all the ones that say Dave. Boom, Dave, trophy, Dave, <laughs> banana. <laughs> Alex Perry put a banana for some reason. That was weird. Um, then we go to Instagram. Dave calling out mail. Got to earn my vote. Not only getting mail is an annoying task on its own, but it's a stressful one. Every stupid credit card company with urgent stamps all over it. This is what I meant. Why are they trying to make paper stress me out? And in between all the irrelevant coupons and ads and actual bills, it's just a bunch of paper yelling at me. Mm, it's mail. easy, y'all. Dave wins. Fry. Keep going. Alex, Dave, banana trophy sign. Don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Question mark. Um... Mitch said, I got Dev. And then he said, I need to add an honorable mention. Vacuuming. Vacuuming is horrible. I, I got to agree. I hate vacuuming. It depends on the vacuum. I hate vacuuming. Yeah, I, it's it's because I got a, I got got a, a dog. Vacuum, I got a dog, though, that sheds a lot. But if you got a shark or a Dyson. <laughs> if you got a shark. If you got a shark or a Dyson. I didn't know this boy was a vacuumologist. He knows all the different <laughs> vacuums and all I'll put that. This, I'll put the <laughs> rope on my shoulder. This is the night. <laughs> that song. That's on my clean playlist. Um, keep it going on Instagram, Dave with the mail sign. That that mail is really getting Dave some votes. I can't believe it. That's not a chore. It's definitely a chore. It's That's not a chore. A chore. <laughs> you just don't get mail. Um, somebody put a crying emoji sign. Well, who's that vote for? That was Benny's um, burner account <laughs> crying because we were saying we hate chores. <laughs> And he loves chores. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, at Dave Cruz 267 with the trophy sign. So I'm guessing that's a... That's a vote for me. That's a vote for you. So if I'm adding up the votes, I got one, two... A lot to a little. Three. And then for Dave, we got one, two, three, four, five. That's called a landslide. <laughs> it was pretty close. <laughs> Dave wins the top five this week. Shout out to Dave. one of those guys <laughs> finally oh I'm one of those guys finally question of the week 
Question of the week last week was, do gender norms play a role in how you Another approach? great question. Thank um, you. It revealed that you believe in gender norms. Yeah. No. I'm not gonna I like to recap what happened last week. I'm not going to let yeah, him get to recap. me. Now Dev is a misogynist pig. I'm not going to let him get to me. I'm not going to let him get to me. I'm just going to be cool. Last week I re-listened to the episode. I, I I blew my top a little bit. Pause. You feel me? I, I was I was a little bit upset. You know, I'm just I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let it I'm zen. I'm going to go wash my hands in hot water while I'm doing the dishes and the aroma <laughs> and the soft sand. It was but, a great question of the week though. Um what they said on Instagram, I was raised that we are responsible for our own household. So both parents work and share the household and the child responsibilities. So that's how I approach it. Ah, big raised. Sh- big shout out. Big, big shout out. Then we go on, uh, we going back to YouTube. On YouTube. Um, as far as gender norms, I don't think anyone that works a long day, a hard day, comes home to a messy dinner. Um or- I hate a messy dinner. <laughs> Uh, no, comes home to a messy dinnerless. They just separated dinner and less, but dinnerless home, while their significant <laughs> other out enjoying a day, regard, regard, regardless of a man or woman. So that she was saying that she doesn't think anybody wants to come home to a house like that. <laughs> a dinnerless home is just a funny phrase. <laughs> but Yo, this home is dinnerless. <laughs> you ain't got no dinners in here. <laughs> a dinnerless home, and then uh. And then one person said, it's a yes and no for me. This one person said that last week, too. <laughs> they just yes and a no. And um, we, if I go to work... I prefer, it, I prefer when somebody stands on whatever side they on. Mm-hmm. So the yeses and nos, let's get it together, people. If I go to work and my husband does not, I am not expecting dinner, but I am expecting the house to be in the same condition I left it mm. when I went to work. And a back massage. <laughs> that, that wasn't in there, but... So that's a good point. If I leave the house and it looks like this, if I come back and it don't look like this no more, I'm walking out. Whose grown husband is making a mess <laughs> in between when she left and when she come back? <laughs> Just throwing coffee, coffee beans all around. <laughs> he a pigsty. <laughs> then I got we had somebody on Facebook. Somebody said absolutely. I'm not interested in being in a relationship where someone cannot and would not fulfill the traditional husband role from my culture. I don't believe in dating for fun instead of with a goal in mind. And I find it offensive for a woman to do that in herself in general, because ultimately she's doing what she's doing is helping someone play her. And then this person tagged her partner and said, now you answer. And the partner didn't answer yet. So I'll <laughs> stay tuned. Yo, my God. Crazy on Facebook. I love when people get real, though. I love when people get real, she man. No, nah, gender nor me down. <laughs> I'm not changing a single tire in my life. <laughs> and this house will never be dinnerless. But I. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, I mean, I, I, th- there's definitely people that believe in gender norms. Like I said, it, or I think you said it. It really depends on how you were raised. Right. I think that is a big influence. Um, and for some people, it works. I think the part when I listened back to last week's episode, I think the part that really stuck out to me was when we talked about how it can be tricky when you get, think outside the home, like when you think about being out in public, or right. you know, certain things that are just mm-hmm. you expect a woman to do or say. A male to do or say um, And so those How those gender norms Play a role in public But It was a dope question of the week For sure man So far the question of the weeks ah! Been very fire I love it 
Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good, uh, it's a good joint. And we got another one coming up this week. Another great question of the week coming up. So everybody, stay tuned to the you know end of the end of the episode when we get bring out the question of the week. But Dave, yes. Before we get into anything, I got. I noticed this. See, see everybody. This this breaks Dave's heart because at, at Dave's heart, he's a gamer, right? So he 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 loves video games. You know his his favorite streamers are out there. The favorite people who who stream video games, man. I'm proud noob, Dave. I know you heard this story, bro. Your video game streamer, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Nick Merckx, has been canceled, Dave. Oh no, <laughs> Nick Merckx. Nick Merckx. <laughs> you remember him? Yeah, I was gonna play Nick Merckx as the intro song. <laughs> Who's Nick Merckx? <laughs> For those who don't know. Nick Merckx is a video game streamer. Started off on Twitch. Twitch this is, is what we starting with. Yeah, I'm, a video it, game topic is going to get into. It's going to get to some stuff. Dave is going to get into some stuff. Let me let me keep going. Nick Merckx is a is a is a video game streamer. He Call of Duty, Apex Legends, you name it. This guy's a well known um, streamer in the video game community. Mm. So much that Call of Duty actually gave him his own character in the game. They gave him his own character skin that you could buy, and all the proceeds went to him. All the money went straight to him, and um, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, that yeah. a regular bull, yes, could get a character in a game. Mm-hmm. And he's he's uh, signed. Like, didn't Kevin Durant get a character? Yeah, Kevin Durant got a character. Snoop Dogg got a character as well. And Nick Merks and Nick Merks. That's that's nuts. Yeah, that don't even sound right. There was actually two of them that got it: Nick Merks and then a guy called named Tim the Tatman, also another video game streamer. They they were the only two streamers that got their own skins in Call of Duty. So why did Nick Mertz get canceled? What happened? This dude's got 11 million views on one tweet. On he's got so many million views on on Twitter. Whatever the case may be. So this happened. I would say Friday of last week. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday of last week. There was a, a big fight in California, Glenside, California, and their video was taken that it was anti LGBT versus pro LGBT and the fight was over um the school board was the school board was voting on whether to recognize Pride Month in the school. Okay. So a big fight broke out and one of the Twitch streamers commented. Mm-hmm. His name is Puckett. I'm gonna read his tweet. He says this happened Puck. four Puckett. Puckett. Yeah. He says on Twitter, this happened four blocks away from my apartment. America's in a sad place right now. Let people love who they love and live your own life. Mm-hmm. Nick Merckx then responds, they should just leave little children alone. That's the real issue. Boom. Cancel. Everybody's flaming them up. Flaming them up. What do you they mean? as in the gays? The, uh, well, Twitter community. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say it's the LGBT community. Flaming them up, talking about that. No, he's, I mean, he's saying they as in, like, people who are pro so that's, LGBT. So that's what people leave were... kids out of it. Yeah. The whole thing of... You shouldn't be pushing sexual agendas onto kids. Exactly, exactly. Sexuality agendas. So Which then makes people think you are anti-LGBTQ. Because there's this whole point that... Plus. There's this whole point that they're grooming children at an early age by educating them on this. That's that's some people's topic that kids shouldn't just be hearing about this at all because it's grooming them. That's what one side says. So he responds back with a video. Mm-hmm. And he gets on his his uh, Twitch. Nick Merckx does. Nick Merckx, yeah, he responds back. The legendary Nick Merckx. <laughs> he responds. <laughs> I'm so I'm so entra- entranced in this topic. He responds back. Uh-huh. I'm gonna play that video for you guys. Simply feel 
that I want to be the one and my wife wants to be the one to child about stuff like that. Video starting buff. And that was that was that was the tweet. That was the tweet. You can take the tweet if you want and you can spin it, flip it, flop it, quote tweet it. You can put 10 paragraphs on top of it. You can do whatever you want to it to make you feel better if that's what you want to do. But that was the tweet. Okay? So if you came here to hear that, I hope I hope you feel a little better about it. I didn't mean to upset anybody. I know that I did. I'm not apologizing about the tweaks. I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like it's wrong. Mm. I'm going to stand by what I said. I'm not going to delete the tweet. You know, I just want to make sure everybody understands exactly the point I was trying to make by tweeting, by tweeting my response, mm. you know, and I, I, I do, I do want to apologize to Puckett though. I, I, I feel like I kind of, I might've brought a little bit of shit his way, man. I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. Right. Puckett being the guy who he originally responded to. He got he caught some of that backlash just for the for the response because of this video and because there was no apology. Call of Duty then comes out and says we're removing all his stuff from our video game. So they cutting took a scissors made that noise as they cut his character his likeness out of their video game. (laughs) He won't exist. So now people are up in mm. arms, and there's a big divide in the in in this community, in the gaming community, basically. But it goes it goes into a bigger and and Dave, even because of this, um, the guy. Remember, I said earlier that the guy Tim the Tatman also had a he took his out and he told Call of Duty to take his stuff out of the video game. He doesn't want his likeness or his stuff because they cut Nick Merckx out. He doesn't want to be in it either. So he's kind of standing by his best friend through all of this, which is. That's love. You stand with your homies. But here's the the real topic, and this is the 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 part of it. How do we feel about what he said? Do we feel as though it shouldn't be taught to children? Do we feel as though it shouldn't? They should just leave children out of it and just let it be. Do we mm-hmm. feel like it affects children? It's a it's a big topic, but I mean, it's something that's that's going on right now. <clears throat> I think uh, I want to throw it over to our gay expert, Benny. Benny, what do you got? All right, so <laughs> why you? Call, I'm not the gay expert. Why you call him a gay expert? <laughs> Yo, his eyes was like <laughs> he was so befuddled. <laughs> no, Benny, kick us off though. You're not an expert at anything. <laughs> what you talking about, day? Except litter box cleaner. <laughs> litter box disposal. Come on. But now nah, it's. I feel like the more more and more over the years it's become it's becoming a, a norm now for the LGBTQ to be involved in anything and everything. Mm. And whether you teach it in schools or not or acknowledge it in schools or not with the age that we're in with the internet and how social media has everything on it, the kids are going to see it regardless. Mm. So taking it out of schools or acknowledging it in schools isn't going to make a difference. You know what I mean? So like whether or not whether or not it. you acknowledge it in schools isn't going to make a difference because they're going to see it regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, I think I understand your point. So you're saying um it's it doesn't matter whether or not schools publicly uh and officially acknowledge teaching and learning about the LGBTQ Community, yeah, because of the day and age gonna, that we're in, we're exposed to it anyway. Yeah, okay. There's TV shows. There's 
ads. There's, I mean, there's so many different avenues that is being exposed in uh-huh. and kids are going to see it regardless. Uh-huh. And to celebrate it, it's fine. You know what I mean? If you want to celebrate the Pride Month in schools, I think that's something that people should be allowed to do because some of the parents of these children are in those type of relationships. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So they want to be represented. Mm. Yeah. No, I. to me, I, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I always... Like, I remember growing up and, like, there was kids in my class who were who were nervous about saying anything because of, like, bullying or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we've all grown up and we might have been a kid in our class or somebody that we saw younger that it was like they might have felt lost in school because of that. Because, like, nobody would acknowledge it. Nobody would talk to them about it. It was It was really, like, standoffish. Like, it was... You know, you like girls and that was it. It was never like, oh, this kid likes a, this this uh, other boy over here. It was never that. So I feel like it for those children who do go through that, because kids <clears throat> do go through that. I don't if people don't if you don't know that that is a thing that you start having feelings for this, you know, for others at a young age, you start saying thinking that girls that girl looks cute or or in, in, in the other hand that that boy might look good. It's. You should feel comfortable in school is my point. Mm-hmm. So if it takes, you know, like many said, you're going to see it anyway, but it's that comfortability in school of, do you feel comfortable around your friends or around your teachers saying it like saying like, Oh, I like that boy or, Oh, I like that girl. And I want to get to know her a little bit more or like whatever the case may be. Those kids that I went to school with that I remember who were, who were like that, they never, they never even talked about it. It was just like, they just went about their day and just was re- had to just eat it up until they got older and they were able to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't ha- I don't see a problem with it. Grooming your children to be like, that's so stupid to me. Like I, that I don't, I don't, I can't correlate. You, you feel like that's what Nick Merch was saying was I need, I, I'm as the parent, I'm going to be the one that decides when my child gets exposed to certain things. They should be. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of guide my child down the path of, learning their sexuality and understanding their sexuality on my time he's tiptoeing around the subject Mm -hmm. you know what i mean people that's what people want to know because dave this could easily get fixed right they should leave children out of it if he was like yeah like what i meant by that was like they're these parents are fighting in front of the kids like just leave the kids out of like do that shit somewhere else you know what i mean boom it's fixed boom all right whatever that's his true feelings that's what he is but instead probably still would have got backlash on that but it wouldn't have been what people just want to hear is what your true feelings are about it whether you stand on it like he, that's, did, he did seem like he was skirting yeah cause he's like I, I said the tweet and uh, I'm gonna say the tweet again and I'm not gonna delete the tweet and I stand on it but what are you standing on right cause you Try didn't say anything yeah you didn't say anything so just say it like it, that's why I'm making people lean towards this guy saying keep the LGBT stuff out of school mm-hmm. that's why they're leaning towards that because he's not coming out and saying that's not what I said it, it does, Benny said it best. It doesn't matter. You're gonna, they're gonna learn, and they're gonna see it somewhere. But for the fact that a kid could go to school, you're in school for eight hours a day, sometimes even more if you do like after school activities or stuff, and you don't feel comfortable in school, or you might get bullied because people are saying that's not you know normal and that's not what you should be doing. That's wrong. So I, I, I probably would say it does matter. Um, although there's an interesting point there that I probably want to pull out, but first I'll, I'll say. I think it does matter. I think it matters because um, you need to, I think with children and the, the world that we live in today, you we should be making a concerted effort 
officially across the board to build awareness for different people, different backgrounds, identities, stuff right. like that. If you teach kids young that look, respect other identities. Right. That that's that's pretty simple, something you can implement. That's not difficult. So people who are pushing back against that, you start to question like, okay, well what's your what's your goal here with raising your child? Like him, he talk he's he's saying it from a parent's perspective. My wife and I will decide, blah, blah, blah. I mean, but you really don't. You don't decide right anything for your child you're all of right. us every single one of us we all are made up of all these different in, uh, experiences we've had through our life our parents and the home life is one piece of that like yo i learned so much from being in school yeah you know what i mean like yeah curse curse words and uh, you know different things about guy and girl interactions porn yo real rap i see my first porn on a school computer Yo, you was in school looking at porn. They, they must not have had Norton antivirus. We was in there, third period co- computer class. What grade was you in? I, I was. I remember this in, in like early middle school, like I would say fourth, fifth grade. What you typed in? I didn't type nothing. It was the bull. Oh, the bull. You know, every class had a, like a sleazy bull. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He was just way too advanced. He knew right. too much stuff. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, he had a condom at school. You're like, which is <laughs> a condom? Everybody else was like, "Yo, this boy's crazy, y'all." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you banging Jones. <laughs> had a whole one condom. He was condomless. I was condomless <laughs> and dinnerless. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yo, I was such a like an innocent kid. <laughs> All the, like literally all the way through high school too. I was super innocent. And now what do you? <laughs> Sin City over here. Yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> My naughty boy. <laughs> I'm very worldly, shall I say, if I may. <laughs> um, but no, you. <laughs> the point I'm making is you get exposed to stuff in school. We all know it. Like school be, is one of the craziest places for you to just learn stuff. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. The easy way or the hard way sometimes. Um, you get exposed to like drug use. I remember in ninth grade, I met a bull who was like strung out on drugs, hardcore, like popping pills and everything. I think he died of, of a drug overdose actually, like by like 11, 12th grade. Mm. This is like, you know what I mean? You 14, you're like, I, I can't comprehend it. And now thinking about it, I'm like, I was a kid, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and here's another kid who was, so you get exposed to so much, but I do think. Being intentional about awareness is, is important. Now, here's the thought I was going to say about what y'all two are saying, though. What's up? What's interesting when you think about all of these, <clears throat> forget about LGBTQ rights and the move that movement for a second. Just this idea that, like, what does equality really mean? Because, like, you got Pride Month that we're in, right? We're currently yeah, in. Yeah, we're currently in Pride Month. Take another month, Black History Month. On the one hand, people are like, you need Black History Month because it's an underrepresented racial group, cultural group. But then on the other hand, you like you have people say, oh, you only give us a month. And there's people who say learning about black culture should be a year round thing. So kind of to y'all's point, it's interesting when you think about like does true equality mean that it doesn't matter that you have a pride month or that you have three lessons in the uh, yearly lesson plan book? On LGBTQ awareness Like should it just be a thing That's so normal that you don't even have to Call it out And I guess maybe the answer is If I'm using my logic Like you gotta get crawl before you walk So you gotta get there first And by 
having awareness months and things like that for underrepresented communities, it helps. But it does beg the question of like, what does true equality mean? Because that could also be marginalizing. Right. You know what I mean? If you just give it a month, like here's this little month where everybody start wearing rainbows and stuff like that. Right. All the teachers. <clears throat> and then we see what happens with Black History Month because that has been in schools for some time. That gets super whitewashed and stuff. Oh yeah, they cut. They have like come dress as Martin Luther King Day or something like that. Yo, when I saw the white people was wearing the the uh, African garb and stuff, I'm like, what are we doing here? Like they was wearing the uh, right. What are the I forget. What are the the garbs called? I forget the name of the garbs, but like they was yeah, taking like the kente cloth and stuff, and they like was that. taking knees and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, yo. <laughs> People taking knees was so stupid. <laughs> Cause Kaepernick did it. <laughs> it's just, it's such a stupid thing. Nancy Pelosi was really taking a knee in the uh, Capitol building. It's it's it's. But you get what I'm saying? No, of course. Like yeah, I get what you're saying. It is is interesting question. Like, it, does equality, true equality, mean is not a thing that you have to kind of call out because it is so normal. But I guess I'm not ready to say yet that, like, to your point, Benny, because it is something that is more visible now than it's ever been. So I think some people could reasonably argue it's not visible enough yet. Right. So therefore, you still need to be intentional about teaching on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Nick Merckx, you're a pure hater. You're an LGBTQ hater. You should never get another character ever. Yo, Nick Merck is a straight hater, yo. Yeah. Gay I- basher. <laughs> and he shouldn't even have an Xbox no more. No, he probably plays PC. Yeah. They right? should give the cruise control a character. Yo, give me a character, bro. How would you stand with your Call of Duty shotgun or whatever? <laughs> Turn the shotgun sideways. One handed. <laughs> Sawed up shotgun, hand on a pump. Yo, Dave's character will run out of energy so quick. Blast. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I can't sprint. <laughs> Yo, if my Call of Duty character can't sprint, that's nuts. He coming with Birkin chocolates on. <laughs> Buy David Cruz on Call of Duty today. <laughs> Just holding a gun up in the air. That'd be tough. Yo, man, and, and this is gonna. Again, this is something that's gonna. Keep what if you could hop in a car on, on Call of Duty and it plays the Cruise Control podcast? That'd be so tough. Why you driving around? That would be tough. That would be tough. You get in the line. It might be just you two in the line. Like you just hear that while you getting shot up, sniped up. Why would you hear TJ? You get in the line. It might be just you two in the line. <laughs> Yo, we didn't. What happened? Go ahead. What did we? What didn't we, we do? We didn't grab the sound, the new sounder that we needed for oh, the board from Benny. Yeah. All right. Next week. Yeah. Llama. <laughs> you get in the line. It might be just you two in the line. <laughs> yeah. We'll grab that next week. Yo, Nick Mertz. Nevertheless, man. Hate it had to be you. Just wanted to get into this quick topic. It is Pride Month. It is something that's a lot of people have been talking about, and for the fact that it's entering schools, you've seen a lot of backlash. You've oh, seen a yeah, lot of I just feel terrible. That's bread down the toilet. Yeah, you had a, a whole a character in Call of Duty. Of, a lot of money down the toilet. Call of Duty is like a, a worldwide institution. 
People be paying, playing Call of Duty in Bangladesh. Yo, Dave, let me ask you this. South America. W- what if you was the ball Tim the Tat Man? Would you have also stood with your homie? No. <laughs> I'm stood right on there. Why, why would I give my character up for so, for Nick Merck? Cause solidarity, you standing with your nah. homie. Hashtag stand with Nick Merckx. Nah, Call of Duty was like, look, you you a gay basher, you a hater, you're not getting none of this bread no more. We taking your character off, <laughs> and they took all his loadouts. <laughs> Call of Duty just they just erased his loadouts from the from the mainframe. Hey yo, they took his loadout. <laughs> they out here crazy, man. Wow. But, but listen, man, switch, switching off, switching gears off that topic. Listen, y'all, I, I don't know how to say this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we're going to go about this, but we need to hide in shelter. We need to get we need to get ready because the aliens is here. All right. The aliens is here. The aliens. The aliens are here. And we doing this pod. This might be the last pod ever because the aliens is taking over soon. <laughs> All right. Dave, Benny. Recently, I'm gonna say last week, Alex. Huh? No, not yet. <laughs> He's here. Acknowledge my man, uh, Poppy Legs. Listen, recently, a police body cam footage caught a UFO crash landing in Las Vegas, and then residents were calling the police, saying that there was eight foot tall figures with like ginormous eyes walking around in their backyard. Let me play this clip for y'all, man. This is this is a news clip from from the from uh, Las Vegas. Listen, it's there. almost midnight on May first when a Las Vegas Metro song. Police officer's body cam catches this something flashing low in the sky. Nine one one emergency. Minutes later, there's a there's like an eight foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Someone calls nine one one, reporting two large figures in their backyard. <laughs> it's like an eight foot person inside it. <laughs> And there's another one outside of it, and it's still there. <laughs> Whiz ball. <laughs> Eight foot, that's regular. The dispatcher said, 911, do you have an emergency? The boss said, mm, it's easy, y'all. <laughs> I see something is. Uh, Eight foot. I, I come home and it's dinnerless. <laughs> and it's eight foot. Mira, excuse me. Mira, nine one one. Listen. <laughs> it's an alien, <laughs> but not like me. Oh, shit. Yo. Why did he pull up all the clips? Yeah. They pulled this Mexican boy calling the police. <laughs> Talking about, it's right there, it's over there. I can't see it over there. You throw the ball, you catch the ball. <laughs> and the then, alien is right there. So then the, <clears throat> they take the voice recording from the police officers who were the first on the scene. Let me, let me play that for you. No, I'm still nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigator is obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. <laughs> Everyone thought a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, that's more police. than an hour. Yeah. After- that's the first responder. He was like, he was in his car, and then they he saw the drone hit down, and then immediately there was a call. I have butterflies, bro. <laughs> what is yo, dude? These freaking aliens everywhere. <laughs> I said it was a shooting star. <laughs> I have butterflies, bro. 
<laughs> These aliens are calling about aliens? Uh, I'm from New York. What I look like saying hello? <laughs> <laughs> so then they, the police gets there to uh-huh. the scene, right? Uh-huh. After that bright light, officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What did you see? It was like a... Like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testing top. I'm not gonna BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you yeah, see anything land in your backyard? Or they see like a big. That's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. I Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blocked out that part. It was the boy that called. Was also interviewing with the police. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In person. Well, it was. It was. It, it seemed like. <laughs> it was his house. Yo, this is Mexican. He's trying to come up. No, it seemed like to take Nick Merck's place. I call of duty. He's trying to become viral famous. So it was. It seems Alien like man. It seems like it was a twenty-year-old boy, and then like his parents, because there was an older woman, an older gentleman, and this kid. Mm-hmm. So he might be like you know some guy living with his parents, and he they all saw it. Yeah, he was high off shrooms. Part of the video because it's considered private property. What's clear? They're taking this call seriously. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question, but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yes. saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. So. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard long gone within minutes oh, hey. so they ca- they cut off the part of the backyard because it was their private property so until the family says that you can see it you we don't nobody knows what was in the backyard because it's the family is not letting you know people see their backyard because you know <laughs> y'all calling cap this is Colin Kaepernick yo. <laughs> what do you mean and the now we can't see that part of the the house because it's private property. Well, I mean, it is true though. The family has to say you can record in our backyard and like. It's, oh my gosh! Yeah, I want to see like the crash site. See if there's any damage. <laughs> see if there's anything. He's doing the lion thing again, Dave. He's just yeah, how yeah. I talk. <laughs> I want to see the crash site. So I he used clean to chase it. UFOs back in the day. He just trying to clean the backyard. <laughs> he knows there's a mess back there. I want to see grass lines. What? I need to see something that's more than Cross just circles. a Mexican bull telling me that it was happening. But you gonna pull up to the yard in a tinfoil hat? Check <laughs> my brain waves, grass lines, crop circles. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't believe this Mexican bull. Yo, there's clear. Is cam- he Mexican? Uh, like I, from looking from the voice. The, the camera was far away So like you could see them But you really can't tell Couldn't tell If he had a sombrero <laughs> <laughs> um, So in the video Benny's obviously gonna post The video to YouTube So when y'all watch they it they saw Benny He's an 8 foot creature With big eyes Benny? Yeah Benny don't got big eyes I'm sure he got little eyes Yeah <laughs> Benny got the littlest eyes Benny. But It was nighttime. It was dark Yeah And he had sunglasses <laughs> but no, I mean, what, what's up, man? Eight foot creatures, y'all don't believe it? Uh, why would Dev spare me? You gave me a <laughs> Nick Merck story and his stupid alien Mexican hoax. Why would Why would they have to lie though? That's my whole point. 
Because people do that all the time. Multiple like, police cameras saw it falling from the sky. Boy had butterflies. The surfer police officer boy. <laughs> he wasn't random Malibu. Yeah. I had butterflies, bro. <laughs> Cowabunga. It this gnarly curl, bro. And this alien? It was like... Oh, and then it was like, I come in peace. <laughs> Phone home, bro. ET or something, bro. Phone home. <laughs> y'all call it. I can't believe y'all call Cap on this. Yeah, nah. How am I supposed to believe it if they didn't even let us in the yard? Uh, I believe it. See? Why? See, Benny believes it. Because I think aliens are real. Why? Because the universe is. Infinite, and there's no chance that we're the only living species on it. Benny Fried. <laughs> you believe the universe is infinite, Day? Wait, I don't I'm trying know to, what see- to believe anymore. Hold Benny on. just blew my mind. Dude. I'm trying to see if there's more clips of this. If, there, if those, those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. Somebody <laughs> call so yeah, this Dang, the police officer told him he not coming back <laughs> That's trolling <laughs> He told the Mexican boy to take care of me himself <laughs> Better be a citizen when I come back <laughs> I had all these lucha door masks on the walls, bro <laughs> Yeah, Nacho Libre was in the backyard <laughs> My huevos rancheros are up in my chest, bro. <laughs> I got mariposas in my stomach, bro. <laughs> I think that's how you say butterflies. In Spanish. What'd you say? Mariposas. That's the joint they used to sit next to you at school. <laughs> Yo, this boy Benny is an alien uh, theorist, conspiracy theorist. I- that's all I learned today from this this segment. I had a feeling that he was the the, the um, universe is infinite. How much more of the universe you seen? All of it. <laughs> Benny been fried before. Yeah, he been on some crazy. <laughs> Benny takes rooms. Some crazy acid, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I don't. I don't. Alex, do you believe in aliens? Oh, he can't speak. <laughs> you guys, yeah, no, he hasn't graduated. You guys speak for him yet? He said. Why you believe in aliens? You <laughs> <laughs> just taking every one of Benny's answers. Infinite, infinite universe. Infinite universe. Dinnerless home. <laughs> Dinnerless. What about you, Def? You believe in aliens? Uh, I, I don't know if maybe I don't know if I care enough. Like, if I saw an alien, I I wouldn't be freaking out. I, I guess that's cat. I wouldn't. There was so much cat. Dev, yo, what a creature. You're right. Dev always talking about he wouldn't freak out about something. Yeah. Yo, if you seen a creature, you think you were a non freak out boy, you would definitely freak out. I would be like, yo, that's that's crazy. Like, that's an alien, but I'm not going to be like, yo, there's an alien in my backyard. Like, my whole accent change and all that. I'm not going to be all hype about it. I'll let somebody else be hype. But you don't. Because my, my whole thing is if I see something weird, I'm getting away from it, right? Like, if I saw an eight foot tall. Alien, I'm grabbing my parents, my dog, and we when we getting in the car and we driving far away from it. it that's his house now. We just gonna be there, <laughs> but I'm not gonna freak out because I saw an alien 
if an eight foot tall alien crash landed into the backyard, mm-hmm. the deck is destroyed, the shed is destroyed, and there's just a ship in the backyard, and these eight foot tall aliens get out, I'm gonna open my window, I'm gonna see it, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna grab my keys, <laughs> I'm gonna get my parents, I'm gonna get my dog and the cat and Pepe, and we out, and we driving the other way. That's it. Thank you for grabbing Pepe. Because at the I'm end sorry. of the day, the way you react to this stuff, you feel me, is the, is is if you get all hype and scared and the alien sees the movement in the background, it's a wrap. You're getting vaporized. You feel me? That's why I said I don't care. Like <sighs> Vaporized. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you've seen too many uh, alien movies. I don't know. I don't know if I care enough for like. I don't know if they got vaporizers. Because I put. <laughs> what if they just a little bit more advanced than us? Nah, they eight foot tall. They everybody thinks aliens is like so advanced. What if, uh, they said? Like, what if they got just the one, the next Xbox after this one? <laughs> Xbox Two. <laughs> they got the Xbox Two PS Six. <laughs> they not tough like that. I don't. And know. they figured out how to fly through space. Aliens and ghosts. That's I put on the same. Advanced, though. I mean, but it's space real. Like we don't know. We never been. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> That's why I can't be on. I'm fully on Team Alien. Because we don't know if space exists. We've never even been out there. You've never been out there? Yeah, but it's, it's real. Alex never even been out of Philly. <laughs> hmm? You're talking about an infinite universe? Alex been to Punta Cana. <laughs> <laughs> never even been to Norristown. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens live in King of Prussia, Alex. <laughs> Have you been? <laughs> Alex is dinnerless. He wouldn't know. No, if you haven't been out to the infinite universe, then you can't claim there's an infinite infinite universe. Infinite, <laughs> you can't claim there's an anti ants pretzel. <laughs> Listen, yeah, and I'm not believing this ball. Like, I, I, you can't say an alien landed in your jaw and you don't let people check out your your backyard. <laughs> then no. he want to see the grass lines. He want to see the exhaust <laughs> from their ship taking off. No, listen, he said. So what? What people are saying is that I want to test it for radiation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's radiating. <laughs> that's radiating. <laughs> it ain't his gums. Like, it's <laughs> Dip your finger right in the grass, put it on your gums. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's radiated. Aliens were here. <laughs> what, um... Stupid Mexican bull called the police. Hey, excuse me, uh, 911. <laughs> there was an alien here. He ate my torta <laughs> and then left. Can't believe it. <laughs> he ate my torta. That's somebody. <laughs> they did so. So um, I'm reading that the guy said that something like pulled, like when it landed, mm-hmm. um. Like they were searching for it, but they haven't like found anything. But people are saying that something pulled up, like a, some type of like thing to in pick a, in a intergalactic Cadillac. Like to- <laughs> something pulled up, something pulled up to like get it. Can we move to the next topic? I don't believe it. Again, nobody here has made a compelling case for why I should believe aliens exist. Well, because we live in Philly, Dave. Like, there's no... They not... If the aliens come into America, they're not coming to Philly. It's a hellhole. Kensington is trash. The 95 blew up. It's a wrap. Yeah, no aliens coming We can't in. breathe the air. We can't breathe in the air. We got Canadian wildfires. You Let's say me? the aliens was real. Right. This is real. What What is this time we're living in? We had the, the COVID pandemic. 
we got the Canadian wildfires. We done had like two recessions already. About to have another one. Aliens. Aliens. Nick Merck <laughs> is getting canceled. <laughs> There's just all these crazy happenings. Like Nick Merck. <laughs> what a stupid name. What is this time we're living in? It's, it's weird. <laughs> Look, man, um, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave this where it's at. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just say like this: If there is aliens, and you're eight feet tall, stop by Dave's crib. Show him. Show him that you exist. Show him that you're real. Turn him into a believer. So when he calls nine one one, he's ready for it. You know what I mean? How you gonna call nine one one, Dave, when the aliens pull up to your backyard? I'm not. What you gonna do? I'm no snitch. <laughs> I'm gonna snitch on the aliens. So what you gonna do? Learn from them. <laughs> Get their technology. You gotta call Benny. Play so PS six. You gonna call Benny so you can take check it out and make sure it's real. Yeah, I'm gonna let Benny come see the grass <laughs> while it's still fresh. You don't got no grass. I got a little bit of grass in the front. <laughs> Dave got a soul patch of grass in the front talking about. <laughs> I'll be hating when he called me be like, yo, I'm doing the yard. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm doing yard work. <laughs> Don't <laughs> <laughs> literally like this It's like a square <laughs> Nevertheless Aliens is here They ate our tortas <laughs> But Dave mm. Benny It's that time of the week man Third week trying this out It's been doing pretty well We're gonna keep this going man Let the me qu- play the question of the week song Go ahead <laughs> Alright Question of the week this week Let's make it a good one Well we always got because good questions this, this of the week Nick Merckx and Aliens Y'all really got me this week <laughs> What man <laughs> Y'all really duped me into doing this We could have skipped this week we st- we talk about the subjects before the show. <laughs> he agrees to all of it. We had to tell Benny, him. Why ch- didn't you st- what, to you, change? You were brought shoes. here to be like a voice of reason, right? What? Why didn't you just stop this in his tracks? You should have seen this coming. That talking about Nick Merckx and aliens was going to be a massive waste of David's time. I don't know. I want to talk about aliens. Of course he does, Dave. You don't got time, Dave. He's a hippie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hippie. <laughs> Benny psychedelic. I'm gonna get eight foot photo booth <laughs> for his alien friends. <laughs> What's the question of the week, Dad? All right, listen here. Question of the week this week is. I'm looking forward to see what Benny slash Alex's answer is to this question. <laughs> Benny gonna go first, and we should ask Alex first what he feels, and then he's gonna just look at Benny. <laughs> In the universe <laughs> Question of the week Benny, Dave, Alex mm-hmm. Do you feel as though You need to support uh, Say a friend or a family member Or someone you love mm-hmm. Do you need to support that person's Wants and aspirations Or is there a limit To the support you're willing to give Let me give an example Let me just uh, An obvious one right Say your say your homie or your girl or like your brother, your sister, want to be like a dancer. Like they just start break dancing, you know what I mean? Then they like go a professional dancer. They want to, Then they go in. They get the baggy clothes popping. They learn how to hip hop dance, <laughs> whatever. 
All dancers do be wearing the baggiest of clothes. But listen, they nutty. They not good. They can't dance. They not pop locking like they should be. And you know this. But you support them because you love them and you want them to do good and you want to show them that you're going to be there for them. Right. Like you just walk down into the living room. Yeah. And they're just... Yeah, getting jiggy. Dancing. Yeah. Girl, I want to battle. Leave <laughs> me downstairs. <laughs> Bring your dancing shoes. <laughs> like, look, they just flip the hat on their foot and then flip it back on their head. They do the jaw where they neck drop, but they head stay. <laughs> where they head drop, but everything else stays the same. Right? They doing all the tricks and all that, right? But okay. they not they not tough. They not sharp. And then they like, yo, Benny, listen, I'm going to go to the World of Dance competition next week. It's when right. all the best dancers from all over the world is going to come in. We're going to be judged by the um, the Jabberwockies. <laughs> all the top dancers, Chris Brown going to be there, Usher, the Jabberwockies. All the top dancers going to be there, and they're going to judge me. Are you supportive of that after seeing what they're doing? Or are you like, ah, you know what, cuz? You know what, Dev? Let me tell you, man. Like, Maybe you should wait till next year's World of Dance. <laughs> Or maybe this is not your route. So, okay. So, question of the week is, to what extent do you support the dreams of somebody you care about? Yes. That's a good question. That's a good, good question. Because we... and I, you, want me, you want me to That's start... a good question. You want me to start... There's so many ways this conversation can go. You want me to start it off? Yeah. Give me your take, Dad. So, I am very honest when it comes to dreams, especially <clears throat> that we do our own thing here on the Cruise Control. This is a podcast. This is a dream in itself. We have we have aspirations to get bigger and to grow and to become better. So when we talk to people, I want honesty. I want them to say your podcast is kind of weak right now. You need a little bit more. You need to add some more people or I'll be saying that every week. It's not that funny. You know, you need better jokes. You need better stuff or you need this or you need that. So within return, (laughs) what I want Mm -hmm. is I'm going to say the same thing to you and I'm going to be honest about it. I don't care if you're my wife, my kid, my brother, my sister, cousins. Best friends, whatever. I'm going to be honest with you. That's how I've always been. I've had people who are rappers, who are, you know, singers that come to me and like, yo, Dev, what you think about my new song? That ain't it. I'll tell them straight up. I'll listen to it. I'll be like, yo, why are you singing? I told my one homie, he's a rapper, right? He's gotten a lot better. But he was harmonizing on one of his songs, like a Mm Drake-esque. And he sent it to me. And I was like, bro, stop. (laughs) Stop singing. I was like, I was like, because at the end of the day, my my point to him was like you need to rap. You want to be a rapper, then you need to rap. You need to show people that you are good at what you do, and you you got the basis of this down. Mm-hmm. So start rapping, start getting good beats, start getting you know into the lab and and really cooking up some good shit. Get into the lab. <laughs> Get into the lab. Start cooking up some good shit. And then when you uh... when you're popping and your music is out there, then you go ahead and you sing. And I feel like that's what a lot of artists do. But I gave him that advice, and I was honest with him. Mm-hmm. I don't spare no feelings. I'm a very upfront, honest person. I, family member, loved one, whoever. I'm not going to be the guy that sits there and watches you crumble or have people laugh at you because I, I stood back and just wanted to support you and not give you the honest truth. That's just where I stand on. And that's what everything. I try to be honest. Yeah, I try to take the same approach. Honesty is key. Um, I support as long as I'm seeing progress towards that dream like us for example we here weekly get trying to get it done you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's a lot for people to be able to stand behind and if you're a close friend of mine and you telling me about your dreams and aspirations i would give you advice as to 
making sure that the hard work is being done to make that happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can support it as long as you're doing what you got to do to make it happen. If you're half-assing and all that, I'll, I'll be honest with you and tell you, like, listen, this is this is not working out because of the fact that you're not putting in the time or the work. Or exactly. The exactly. I mean, <sighs> how you feel? I feel like, have I feel you like been I don't, this? Yeah, of course. I feel like everybody has had somebody who's got, like, <clears throat> some dream of wanting to be an artist or whatever something outlandish I've known people that want to be rappers singers do acting um I guess my take is like the hard part about it is I don't feel I don't feel qualified to even tell them what to do or not to do now <laughs> because like I'm not a tastemaker you feel me need you to elaborate you always on gotta that. talk about taste you don't know what tastemaker means it means like it, like I don't think I have that ear. I think everything is corny. So you, off you, rip, you don't got a drummer's ear. Yeah, don't like don't be a, don't be a, a amateur rapper to me. I'm gonna be like this is trash. <laughs> it don't matter. It really doesn't matter. No, that I ca- I call cap on that too. I've never met a tough int- like rapper off first intro. Like yo, bro, I rap here, duh, duh, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> bro, in ten years you're gonna be it. Why? First off, why would you make that react? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> to words to somebody. Hello, nine one one. I just met an alien. <laughs> an alien on the microphone. He's <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> he ate my torta. <laughs> I would tell you to put him behind bars, but he's already behind bars. Cause he got bars. You get in the line It might be just you two in the line <laughs> So so nah, but everybody's corny to me Like don't invite me to no amateur play I don't want to see your play You trash No man I, 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 I really don't feel qualified to, to talk to most things Even if somebody came to me and was like Yo I'm trying to start a podcast I don't know if I feel Qualified to, to talk about that. I, I just don't feel like I got that eye and ear for it. I think there's people that have that. Yeah. You know, they can hear a sound and be like, this is gonna be a sound that people you hear all the all the stories all the time. People like Dr. Dre or whatever, like I'm gonna just pick the best example. They just have an ear for it. They know what's a hit, what's not, mm-hmm. what's a good verse, what's not. I I'm more like reactionary. Like I know it when I hear it because but that's they're already established. See I that's how so to prove my point, when we played that Scarlet stuff last week, I it I don't gravitate to new things really well. It takes time. I feel like I'm one of those people that needs it to be like kind of saturation a little bit. Like I need to hear it a lot around. I need to see different things. And then I get to a point where I'm like, okay, this person's kind of cool or whatever. But I'll first rip. And if you like amateurish, like if you if I know you and you starting out, I just I don't feel like I'm equipped. So therefore, everything is trash to me. <laughs> like I, I get that. I get that reasoning. <laughs> I get that reasoning, right? Because let's uh, call a spade a spade. None of us are rappers here, right? None of us are singers. None of right. us could dance good. So to see somebody else who's a dancer or a singer or a rapper, whatever. But we know what good dancing and rapping and singing looks like. You feel me? 
And I feel like that's my whole point of view is like, for example, that's why I call Cap on you because say say I saw like an Eminem first coming out, some white boy, he's like rapping. It's what he's saying then is gonna still be tough to me what he's saying now because that's what he came up doing, being good. His yeah, he, he might have had some ups and downs, but he always had that that style of rap. He always had those lyrics, he always was good. So if I go and I'm listening and somebody threw on a beat or something and this white boy start rapping, I'm like Oh, how did you, how did you react? I forget how I did. Oh, but no, <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't agree. Like that's, because, I, I gotta call Cat man because we. Okay, see, here's the thing. We I see, feel like you gotta see potential, and I'm be- I'm very bad at catching potential because I do look at the whole product. So let's say there's a a, a singer, and for the most part, it sounds like it doesn't sound great because the microphone is not great that she has. Or the venue that we at don't got great acoustics, whatever. <laughs> You're laughing, but I'm. This is I'm serious. Yeah, I hear you. Like there's no it's the, the whole package. You said acoustics. So <laughs> somebody who knows what to look for, they'll go, oh, the way she hit that little run there, that means she got potential to be a good singer. It's not that that product that she's putting out is a finished product and it's great right there. Because all too often, people who are just starting out, the quality is bad. Like those are things you get when somebody plucks you out and says you got potential now I'm gonna like help build you up now let's get you with good producers now let's get you in the movie studios where they're actually doing like they got big budgets and stuff like that but most amateur stuff is amateur for a reason like a rapper rapping over a whack beat or his his audio don't sound great because he was recording off his laptop or something like that it just sounds nuts You know what I'm saying, but you just want to take the opposite stance for me because you always do that. No, I don't. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's I, hard. I, I'm just saying it's hard for me to support. No, I, I do. I do get what you're saying. I'm not discrediting that. What I am discrediting is that you know what good things sound like or what it is. No matter what, no matter if the volume's low, whatever. If you just take everything out of the picture and somebody's just standing there like, yo, I want to rap, whatever, and they're, you, they spit in bars in a cypher just in a room, whatever. If they got a flow, if they have bars, if they have certain things about them, you know that's talent and you know that they have something to grow on and to be. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not I'm not sitting here and telling you that um that oh yeah, like oh this this guy I know because of the microphone and the acoustics are off. That's why he's not I'm not saying that we're gonna be that knowledgeable or that good at it, but you know what's good and you know what's bad. Just based off your ear, based off what you listen to, based off what you see in this world and who who the best of the best is, you're gonna know that in order to reach that you have to have something in that nature something around there to be good. Because there's rappers and, and people all the time who are good at one thing and not there's rappers who have lyrics but no flow. There's rapper who have Great flow, but no lyrics. Great beats, but nothing else. Like, all I'm saying is I don't feel equipped to figure that out. So I'm going to just assume you garbage till somebody tell, else tells me you're not. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> just imagine Sorry. this boy was on, like, an American Idol judge show or something. <laughs> Literally Simon, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be there like... <laughs> The acoustics is off. Not impressed. <laughs> Let me ask a different, uh, a, a variation of this. Ahead, are, there, are some dreams easier to support than others? Because yeah. I think an aspect of this conversation is, well, the, the stereotypical thing to go to is like somebody is, a, up in, is an aspiring rapper or singer or dancer, some creative art that's super hard to break in. Uh-huh. But like, are there other dreams that are easier to support? 
or you know like do y'all think about that too in terms of or have you do you have an example of different dreams that aren't just the, the traditional ones we think of because we've spoken a lot about like the creative arts but what if your dream is like i don't know to own a business or something like a Massage parlor or something. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head. Like you want to open a bar or you want to a massage parlor. You want to become an alien investigator. My Full dream. time. <laughs> it, that is my dream. Full time, man. Full time. That's all I want to do. Benny. <laughs> Wake up every morning, just go look for aliens. I'm off to work, man. Yeah, that's a nuts dream. <laughs> um, Aliens don't pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, there's three Mexicans in Las Vegas. Eight foot tall. I'm on my way. <laughs> Babe, I got to get to Vegas. <laughs> I got to see. Juan Pablo called. I got to see. Juan <laughs> But what y'all think? Is there, is there some dreams easier to support than others? There is. In, yeah. that, in that example that you used, yeah. I would put like starting a business and stuff up there with Why? like, but I would put that up there with like being a rapper and stuff because that's just as difficult to like have a successful business or just start one. What do you mean? Like elaborate a little bit on that. Either. Because like if you just want to start one, anybody can start one. We could start a business right now, a pillow business if we wanted to and call it the. the f- I can't start no pillow business. I don't know the first thing about pillow technology. What? Fabric and some, <laughs> and some insideies from a teddy bear put it in the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Some insideies from a teddy bear, Dad. I didn't know that's how pillows were made. <laughs> Some teddy bear stuff and a, and a fabric. Uh, wh- <laughs> and feathers. Who has ever called it insideies? That's the first time I've heard that phrase. Some insideies from a teddy bear. <laughs> Listen. You get uh, you get some type of. You any, don't even know how to sew. Like, how are you gonna close the seams on the on the pillow? Any fabric, cause they get in a sewing machine. Def, you do not. Oh my gosh, do you know how hard it is to use a sewing machine, bro? Oh, oh you sewed before? You marked the store? No, but I know I can't. That's my whole point of this you conversation. You that, John. I respect. I, I know there's tastemakers <laughs> in the sewing game who know, like, yo, that sew got potential right there. <laughs> the acoustics in the sewing machine is off. <laughs> That's so right there got potential. That scene got potential. You can YouTube. You can YouTube that shit. See, like dreams like that. You feel me? That's stuff that you can YouTube and you can you can Google and and there could be tutorials. You can't tutorial how to be a good rapper or a good dancer or something. That's stuff that's got. to I mean, come I feel naturally. like you could argue that opening a starting a business is as much of a pipe dream as becoming a rapper. Well, that's like how many businesses actually. No, I think I think starting a business and be successful. I think starting a business is the same thing as like if right now Benny was like I want to be a rapper and he just start rapping. Like that's the same thing as starting a business. You don't need too much to do that. But then well, to be a to su- start a business to be a su- on the business you do need. But to be a successful business and to be like a legit business is the same thing as being a successful rapper or a legit rapper. You need certain things to make you that person or that thing. So that's why I would say if you want to start a business, I don't think that's that's difficult. That that is that difficult, and I think that's actually easier to be honest with a person because the product is right there. You don't need to be a an Einstein expert. You know what I mean? Like you said, you don't need to have an ear for it or anything. 
if somebody's like, yo, I got this dishwasher that is portable so you could take it with you on the run and like any dish that you got, you just put it in and it cleans it in five minutes and you'll be like, all right, let me see it. And they show you, you might be like, oh, that's kind of tough. Like that would be something that when you're at work or something or when, you, when you're on the go and you just want to clean a dish real quick, <laughs> whatever, I need that, John. Like that's what's up. Go run with it, right? But then if it's if it's a if it's a stupid thing where it's like I got this basketball that never deflates or something. Actually, that's kind of tough too. A basketball that never deflates. That's kind of. They actually already made that. Where are you oh, coming yeah, up with yeah, these ideas? Basketball. An airless basketball. Yeah, it's already out. How's an airless basketball? Don't you need air for a basketball? It's made out of some. 3D printed material. I don't Yo, am know. I high? What is going on? <laughs> These are, this is, they're talking about a portable dishwasher and Benny's like, yeah, earliest basketball. <laughs> it's, it's what thing, is bro. happening, yo? Alex seen it, right? <laughs> See? Alex seen it. Of course he's seen it because you've seen it. <laughs> Y'all got the same eyes. Y'all share eyes. <laughs> Eddie popped his eyes out his Alex. <laughs> you can see the infinite universe. <laughs> But no, like if you hear if you hear something that might be a good idea, then you're gonna run with portable dishwasher is not a good idea. Then that's on the, in China where outside of like the crib. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> then that's you. That's when the person comes up to you and say, Dave, I got this portable dishwasher. Trash. All right, there you go. But if somebody said, Yo, Dave, just imagine a bull who invented like a fleece or something, right? Like, Yo, Dave, I got this thing. When you cold, you put it over you, you warm. You gonna be like, Yo, that's tough. You a fleece inventor? Like, I need that, right? And you're gonna, but that's what I'm saying. Starting a business is a lot different than being a rapper, than it is a, a, a being a dancer or something like that. I mean, those dreams are easier to tear about- down. <laughs> those dreams are easier to cut because they're so there's it's right in front of you. What about the people who like? I think I feel like we've focused a lot on the side of it of the person who's dreaming. What about the person who supports and what they have to go through? Like, does that play a role? In your feelings on this conversation Because Elaborate A lot of times It takes a lot of sacrifice For the person who's supporting The dreamer To even support them So There's a part of this Whole experience That's like You really have to give a lot To help this person Like What does support mean I guess is the Is the part of the question That I'm focusing in on What does support mean Because Going back to the whole conversation About like An aspiring rapper Or actor Whatever a lot of times that means you ain't bringing in no bread, which also paints how you feel about the dream, mm. which is why I think you said, oh, starting a business. Yeah, that's much easier to support because what you call tangible, realistic, you're really saying there's more chance that you're going to make some money off of this because we've seen people start businesses. It's more tangible. Whereas like if you have like an art dream, a creative art, it feels like that's less solidified. Well, I think. I think when it comes to that, I mean, we could, again, we use ourselves as, use this show as an example. <clears throat> Excuse me. When we started off, we had garbage this, garbage mics, no lights, no camera. We had the bare minimum. We were doing stuff off a computer, not a laptop. We didn't have no pictures, no setup. We didn't have anything. And then as we started going, we started getting more viewers and more listeners. We put out a GoFundMe to get these better things. And that was people's way of showing their support. Why? Because we put a product out that they believed in and they still do believe in because they're still listening. We're still getting views. And um, we put that product out. They love it. They like it. They think it can get better. So they support it with their own money. And now their support is being shown. We're on YouTube now. We got a laptop now. We got a better board. Somebody bought us this board. That wasn't like a you get what I'm saying? Like 
that's people who truly support that. They, they didn't give us money to the fund. They bought us this expensive board that we use all the time. So I feel like when it comes to that and when it comes to the supporter as a as a person or as the the product, if I'm the product, if they believe in me and I've proven myself to be funny, to be engaging, to be, um, you know, a, a podcast that you can listen to day in and day out. I'm going to shell out some money for you, too. Yo, bro, Dave, you funny. Do here, man. Take this bean. You know, take this bean. Go do what you, what you may. Or if Dave's like, yo, Dev, I'm, I'm, I'm doing stand up. And like I need uh, they got, I got to show out in like Vegas or something, but I don't got money for the plane ticket. Here you go. Take, go out there and do your thing, bro, because we believe in you. We'll all give money to see you live out your dream and be good. But that comes from that's a direct correlation of the product of yourself. If you're not good, then I'm not like I won't give you no bread. If you out here garbage and you you dance, you can't even spin on your head yet. And you are, and you a dancer. You can't do no flares or nothing like that. You can't pop lock. I'm not giving you no money to go to the the world of dance or the America's Got Dance talent or whatever. I think if you like, I'm sitting here thinking about it now. If you are, if you have somebody who you care about that they're like your blood relative, like let's I'm thinking parent to a child. I feel like it's a way different proposition than if it's a partner, because if it's a partner. I feel like you probably need to do a good job of picking a partner who you think will be supportive of your dreams. If you know your dream coming into the relationship, you should pick somebody who's going to be supportive because that's a really hard ask for somebody to like hold you down while you're not making no income and you're trying to make this dream come to life versus a parent, which I think is more, you know, like or like a family member, which is more like because you're my blood, I'm going to just give you like that support positive energy you know affir- affirming words things like that because i'm kind of stuck with you mm-hmm. like i can't just i mean you could disown a family member or abandon them whatever but <laughs> if you have any love for them you're like i'll support you because we, we we blood but i think a partner definitely has any you know every reason to get out if they feel like your dreams ain't serving them to some degree yeah or they don't believe in it they don't see it yeah, like imagine if you was trying to be a professional dancer and you got somebody who just they just hate dance. I hate never dance. danced in their life. Like, I hate- could you support a dancing John girlfriend? No, nah, you want me to remember? I brought this up on the on the pod. This was like an episode way back when, but I met some uh, girl on uh, on Hinge and we were talking, getting to know each other. I ended up finding out <clears throat> that she was like a dancer, but like quit her job type of dancer. Like she went full fledged dancey. And it turned me off so much because I'm like, you're not even good. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to physically support this. <laughs> you feel me? Like, bro, she was like really pop blocking, but she wasn't good. And she one of those dancers who would like go on the block and put the camera on the floor and then it'll be looking up at her. And she'd just be pop blocking in the middle of a block, stopping traffic real quick so she could do a move. You ever seen those people who dance like that, who like mm-hmm. put the camera on the floor? and look? That's because you can't dance. But no, it's not that because when I when I'm out with friends or something, if I I'll do a stupid dance or whatever, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter to Dev, me. You are I'm bad. Lying. I'm bad it's at because dancing because you can't pop lock like she can. No, I'm bad at dancing. I know I can't dance, but I dance for fun. Because if y'all went out to a party or something, and she's like, "Hey, come dance with me," and she start like and she start doing a flare around you, you're gonna feel so insecure. What if your girl did that? I could dance. <laughs> What if she start doing spins around? I'm spinning too. <laughs> we gonna be a spinning couple on our head. 
I'm tough. Dang, come on. I got man. talent. You really can't dance. I know I can't dance, but that's my thing. I'm not willing to support you quitting a job so you could pursue this full fledged. Like that's another level of this too. Is like, what if they're doing extreme shit? Like, I know somebody who who her boyfriend is a um, is a musician. Mm-hmm. He just quit his job to be what, a, what what kind of musician? He does. He he can play any instrument, but like his main thing is the drums. Just quit his job. That look. <laughs> What, what that's Benny? Not, no, 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 no. That's uh, not Benny. No, no, no. Why are you supporting that Benny? <laughs> Benny quit his job to do drums. I didn't know that. No, Benny, I never did. Benny that. got the setup where he got all the different instruments around him. <laughs> he got the piano, a drumstick, <laughs> oh, yeah. into his hand. He do like this on a cymbals play. <laughs> Benny three instruments he do like at this. one. It plays a kazoo. A bagpipe John right here He got a trumpet A rap He's a one mouth. man band yo. <laughs> What's the noise? <laughs> but no I know a girl Who boyfriend Just quit his job To be a full time drummer mm-hmm. As Could you do that? Could you be supportive If, if they were like I'm done I guess it's a rap I'm quitting I'm going to be a full-time dancer. Could you be like, all right, babe, I, I support. you came into the relationship thinking that this person was like a stable nine-to-fiver, got a job, <clears throat> financial stability, and then they just up and decide they want to be a one-man band? <laughs> nah. You got to go. You probably have at least a right to be like, I don't know if this is going to work for me. Now I got to hold you down. But and what if- then come home to a dinnerless home? <laughs> You out playing the drums? Sometimes I feel like a dinnerless child. <laughs> what if? But no. Let, let, but that's for real though. Like, y'all got to think about that to yourselves. What if they're good though? What if like you're coming home to like a tough rapper girl or like a tough like girl who could dance really well? Will that then be more inclined to be like, you know what? I believe in you. You can do it. Or is, are you this just is, cutting is, it off? This is honestly a tough question. You feel me though? It's like a it's a tough it's one because I think something to think about. It's there's so many factors that influence. How you feel about it You know what I mean that, That's just Simple as that And I think I get the sense that Benny Is the type of person That's like I'm gonna support you Because You also have creative endeavors That you do So I think Yeah If you're a creative person You're probably more inclined To support Other creatives Yeah absolutely Like uh, a friend of mine You guys met him The guy that was here Kyrie He does I don't know if it's considered creative But he's trying to be A, a, a streamer mm-hmm. And I feel like he has like that uh, big personality for it. Mm-hmm. So I always try to push him like, yo, just Do keep it. streaming every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever game you're playing, just try to get people to watch you because you have the personality for it. Yeah. And you got that big energy that people look for on streamers. You know what I mean? He's not like, well, like me where I'm just like in the cut. Mm-hmm. You know, I like doing more behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> I try to push them to to do that. So when it comes to creatives, yeah, I'm definitely more supportive. Yeah. Like and like for me, I feel like I'm a big skeptic. Like if I saw his stream, I'd be like, "The stream is weak." Probably. <laughs> You're a tough critic, though. Yeah, I think I, I'm just naturally skeptical, and it's not even nothing against the dreamer or their or their goals. It's just I feel truly like not equipped. I because there's people that have come out with. Like, they started out, and I remember hearing about them in their amateur years, and then they end up getting popular and famous, and I remember thinking back, like, I didn't see it. I didn't I didn't catch it. Like, I didn't think they were going to 
What's a good example? Meek Mill. I heard about Meek Mill in high school. TJ was up on Meek Mill. He was like, oh, he's going to be the next guy. Out. Meek going to be yeah. the next. I'm like, what? He was weak to me. Meek was tough, though, coming up, though. Meek was hungry. I, just, I don't know. Maybe I just got a bad, like, judgment thing. I think. What's wrong? You, you a hater? <laughs> right? It sounds like. I don't it. know if it's hate. That's so calmly. It sounds like it, right? I don't know if it's hate. It sounds I, like he's hating, though. It sounds like he's somebody. When somebody does really good, he just can't tell himself that yeah, they're really good. Because Meek, like Meek coming out, tough. Meek was really tough. He was hungry and he was rapping well. And he, everybody refers to his, uh, you know, his old his old freestyles and all that. He was good. So like you could look back and be like, oh, the kid was good. And Dave was in the background like, no, 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 no. Hey, I think Dave's a hater, yo. Hey. You might have just figured that out. Haters. But we do a pod. I need him to unhate so then people could love our pod. Because then people gonna start hating the pod just because he a hater himself. Yeah. Just no, imagine. but I like I love people. Like <laughs> I love. I'm just a skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you are. What, what? How would you describe yourself with this question before we move on? <sighs> I'm In honest. I'm honest. I'm brutally honest. Brutally honest. So I I don't spare feelings. Um, I'm I'm gonna I I feel like I know what sounds good and what good music or good dance whatever the case may be. I feel like I know what looks good, sounds good. You a tastemaker? I'm a tastemaker. Okay. I feel like I do know what looks good and what sounds good. And I'm not gonna hate on you if you're up and comer and you're tough. I'm gonna be like I think like Benny said, keep pursuing that shit. Like you're really good at it. You have the energy. You have the the, the drive for it. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. And then Alex, <laughs> yeah, he's doing sign language over there. Alex don't got a mic. I feel like when Alex get on the mic, he gonna still be doing the same thing. <laughs> Alex like the pooty thing of podcast. <laughs> so Alex's answer was Benny's answer. <laughs> Alex pointed at Benny and shook his head. Yes, I support creatives. Well, what about? I want to know what people. I want to know. Yes, what yes. the people think. I, this is a really interesting one, and I feel like this week's question I had I had trouble with because there's so many different layers to figuring out how where you stand on if you support another person's mm-hmm. like to what extent do you support somebody else's dream? Um, because you could think about it from the angle of the person who's doing the supporting. You could think about the person who has the dream and and what it means to them. You could think about what the dream is, like, you know, whether it's a creative art versus something a little more tangible, like starting a business or getting a certain job Mm -hmm. that already exists. Like, there's just all these different layers to it. So we're going to put it out, Dev. Yeah, of course. See what the people say. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to come back next week to read what people have to you know, weigh in on yeah. this because it's, it's an interesting concept, and I'm sure everybody has some example of this. Yes, and remember, we all run into a person that has some big dream, and you're like, "Do I support this? Do I not? How do I support it?" Yeah, and if you want to talk, like, because David made a great point earlier from a from a father and a mother to a son and a daughter might be different than partners. You know what I mean? Right. Might like be different friend. than best friends. So if you have an issue, if you have a, a insight on that too, on how you would feel about it. Please let us know in the comments below. Like and subscribe. Don't forget to do that. Let us know on Instagram. But Dave, you know what, man? This is I I I, I just came up with the perfect top five, dude. 
I think this week's top five, mm-hmm. we should start. We should stop looking at other people's dreams and aspirations and start looking at ourselves. I think this week we should do top five, our personal top five, like dreams, dream jobs. That sound good to you? Dream job. I can work with that. You can work with that. So let me make a phone call. Go ahead. Hello. This is the police. How can I help you? Uh, yes. Mira. Hello. Is it alienating my backyard? I don't know where to go, near or far. I maybe get in my car, drive away so I can see the stars. It look like a shooting star, butterflies in my stomach. I don't even want it. You can't come in my backyard and see because the grass is not clean. I need more lemon pledge for the grass to mop it. Last, Las Vegas. Let's get naked. Sir, are you still there? I hate Nick Merckx because he don't like work. He don't want to work. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. The alien put his finger in my booty. He probed me. Now I can't go home, B. And, and how, tall, my torta. how tall were these aliens, sir? Hello? Sir, are you still there? Ocho feet. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Ocho feet. That was tough. I ain't gonna hold you. That was tough. That first part was tough. <laughs> Get into my car. <laughs> top five. Our personal top five dream jobs. Mm. Everybody supported us They supported our dreams And we made it What would those top five jobs be? Wow Dave, you won last week We're, giving, we're gonna give all the insight into us right now People are gonna learn so much about us through this top five Cause everybody has the, you know, dreams And I think what we want What we want from people is Big for, dream. for them to tell us too we want them to tell us what their top five dreams are. Yeah, that would be that would be actually cool. We want to learn about each other. So I can tell people country. that they will be whack at that. <laughs> All Dang next it. week, day for the top five. <laughs> Can't see it. Couldn't see it for you. Couldn't see it for you. Couldn't see it for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I won this past week. Yeah. So. Dev. Kick us off. Okay. What's your number five dream job? All right. Uh, coming in at number five for me, Dave, for mm-hmm. my top five dream jobs. Um, I did a little bit of this in college, and I I was inspired to kind of do more of it. But I would I always wanted to be like a radio personality or like DJ. You know what I'm saying? Mm, why? Um, one because I think I'm funny. I think I have the talent for it. Debatable. Two, um, <laughs> two. I'm. I'm, I love music And we You know We could talk about it For hours here On the Cruise Control About music And hip hop specifically So when it comes to be Like a radio <clears throat> DJ personality I feel like I would have the The drive And the motivation To kind of like Set up interviews Know the rapper's background Know where You know what they're about Sort of um, You know Get to Knowing my co-hosts And the people around me Just that drive To want to get better at that And the, my love for music Would just Shoot me to the top I just feel that personally And when I 
was doing in, in college, you know, because me and Dave at separate times, but we were both on the same radio show in college. Um, it was just so much fun. So much is so engaging and um, met a lot of cool people through it. And I always wanted to continue to pursue that. It's just I never did. So and now radio personalities are all over the place. Like you see people like The Breakfast Club. All these podcasts now are basically they've taken over the radio. You know what I mean? I feel like people don't listen to the radio no more because it's all about podcasting. And so, you well, know. I think podcast is like the new radio. That's what I'm saying. It took over the radio. So in a way, you're kind of trying to do your dream right now. Yeah, but we're not we're not quite there yet. We definitely want to keep growing and getting better. So maybe we, maybe we can make it happen. <laughs> Yo, you would be weak at a radio as a radio personality. <laughs> <laughs> It's no, about to be listen, the, listen, listen. It's about to be the opposite. He's gonna be so, killing my I've dream, heard, and I'm gonna be upgrading. I've heard feedback from different people that one big problem about you it's on this podcast is my life. No, no, no. Is that you don't do the uh, you don't do the correct research. You don't do enough research that you be coming on here and fibbing, saying the wrong thing about certain topics or things you bring up, and then they they hit me up talking about yo, Dev is totally off on that thing. Couple weeks ago, when you talked about the Netflix um, "Love at First Sight" or whatever, what is it? Uh, "Love is Blind." Love is blind, and you talked about the Nigerian boy and the girl. She was from. He was. You from got Ghana. that all wrong. He was from Ghana. Yeah, you said his parents was from Ghana and all that. His mom didn't want him. To, his mom didn't want him to marry. Yeah, him. but his his apparently his mom was from like Houston or something like that. It don't she matter. Wasn't from she, Ghana, she carried the culture over, and she didn't want them to. It was about culture. It was still about culture. Yeah, but you said she was from Ghana. Like you, you was like Dave. in the one episode that she was standing next to a zebra and on. And <laughs> yo, what? You said that. I'm just saying what you said. No, go back and play the tapes. No, nah, people and people, so can, and people you, you can, can suck be a radio my balls because you would get it all wrong about the research on the rapper. People can suck my balls because like, yeah, I heard you got shot ten times. It's like no. At the end, at the end of the day. Just because I got one part of it wrong doesn't mean that I was wrong in general. She didn't want him to marry the guy. You was wrong in general, bro. Like you suck. Cause oh, he's not from Ghana. Whoops. <laughs> you know what? You could be a radio personality, and I would make sure my radio's volume button is broke. Volume button is broke. Shut up, you lazy mouth chubby. Right, what's coming, your, what's, your, what's number, your number five? five you shiny cheeked bastard. Coming in. At- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, coming in at number five for me. <laughs> oh man, coming in at number five is uh, I always one dream I had. Um, Eating contest. No, one of the many dreams. I had. <laughs> He's making himself black crack up. <laughs> I thought eating contest champion. Hey, yo, Jerry Chestnut, I put my fucking dick on your chestnut, nigga. Hey, Fuck out of here. No, coming in at number five, one of my dreams that I had had at one point, I definitely wanted to be like a professional football player because I love playing sports. And I thought of all the sport, like once I started to see how my body was developing, <laughs> that I was portly, I was like, football could be it. Low key, my love, my true love, my first true love is basketball, playing wise. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like my body, you know, I got all this baby fat, I got big bones. These are all the things my mom told me. <laughs> um, it's cool. And I was, and I thought football could be a cool thing, right? And I really did enjoy, like in high school, playing football, playing offensive line, defensive line. I thought 
you know, there could be potential there. Um, and I thought because I had some level of athleticism that that could be a realistic thing. But very quickly, I learned that the people who make it to the NFL, they're just way better than you. They're aliens, for real. <laughs> Eight feet. They're the actual aliens. <laughs> That's what it was. A football player was in his backyard. <laughs> like, dude, just like 330 pounds, moving lightning fast compared to me, at least. Um, guys who can really hold, like, put on muscle, work out, and it just... Everything goes right for them. So, and then the smarts of it, you know, really understanding the ins and outs of technique. And I couldn't even see playing football for real because I never wore contacts in high school. <laughs> but I didn't buy like athletic glasses. Yo, I was just out there blind as a bat on the football field. <laughs> they start blocking his teammates. Everybody was just a blur. I'm like, <laughs> I hope they had a, a dark colored jersey or something so I could distinguish between my team and theirs. What positions do you play in football? I play uh, early, early before when I first started. I played like tackle, offensive tackle, offensive tackle. Then I played some defensive tackle, um, and then I, I always wanted to play center, and then I ended up playing center like my last few years of high school, mm. pretty much as my primary position. Tough. And then I played defensive tackle kind of as a secondary position. Um, so football, football player. Yeah. Number five. How did that work out for you? Here we are. <laughs> Taurus Patel attended. <laughs> Cruise control pot. <laughs> After the show, Dave's going to get a three-point stance. <laughs> After the show, I'm going to go in the driveway and throw a football up and run under it to catch it 30 yards from here. Over the house and run across. <laughs> um, coming in number four for me. Um, Sports related, but different sport. Mm, I always want master, huh? I always want to play table tennis. <laughs> I get in the stands, flip the paddle. No, I always wanted to play baseball. That's my number four. Oh my god! They so they the reason Dave gets mad is because I was significantly better than him at baseball. <laughs> this is not true. And he can't. You see, this is not true. You can ask our dad, who has said it to him. <laughs> Our dad has told David that I'm better than him at baseball. Anybody who's ever watched, I was just better at baseball, which is fine. He's better than me at basketball. I can easily admit that. I'm not good at basketball. Stop. <laughs> Why are you looking at him for it, Alex? <laughs> Don't need go ahead, to. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's your number four. Baseball, I was I was always good at. Um, I would catch everything. That was my main thing is that I literally, I nothing, nothing got by me. And that's the truth. I was always... I was always known for doing that. So they used to put me at third. They used to put me at second. Anytime something was hit my way, I would it would always end up in my gloves. <laughs> he gets mad. I'm telling you, he gets mad because... So that was your position? Second and third? Uh, third and first. That's what third I used first? to play. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was bigger growing up, so they used to have me on first base because I was a little taller than the rest of the kids. And then I kind of evened out and everybody got taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I would always, I was, that fielding, I was great at. So I was, uh, and I loved it because that was the, that was this one sport that I played that most people would compliment me on and that people told me that I was pretty good at. Um, you know, obviously David has some way about it. That's why he reacted that way because he's tired of hearing it growing up all the time. It was, he was good at basketball, I was good at baseball, and then we were both average at football. <laughs> <laughs> we were both not good at football. So that's what it always was. But um, I love playing baseball. I still do to this day. Um, I don't play it as much. But um, if I had the chance to, man, 
And I'm Puerto Rican, you feel me? Spanish people run baseball. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So I'll be getting that John real quick. Alienate my torta. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number okay, four. It's baseballs. <laughs> Goofy uncoordinated ball. Baseball. Yo, y'all wanna hear a funny baseball story about Dave? No. Right? So Dave one time hit a crazy hit, right? Like it was massive, but it didn't go it didn't it wasn't a home run. So he's running, right? And my dad, <laughs> they relay the ball in, and my dad is like, David, slide! David, slide! <laughs> David did a head first. <laughs> but he went over the baseball. <laughs> so he was, half of his belly was on the <laughs> He was on the base? Yeah. So if this was the base, David was running, and he went, <laughs> he just like plopped himself on the I never practiced sliding. That's so stupid. But it was funny because Pop was like, slide, your, David, slide. How you get your body to slide? <laughs> That's so dumb to me, yo. So you just threw yourself on the base, huh? Yeah, just like he was safe. Plopped. He was safe. He made it. I plopped. He didn't need that to hurt my stomach, too. <laughs> He didn't I had need, a tummy ache. He didn't need to slide either. You were gonna get that base not sliding. Yeah, I could have went and standing up. <laughs> it's just pop. Wanted, face coach. Pop wanted to see him slide. Right. <laughs> so he told him to slide. He just belly flopped. That and listening to his dad. <laughs> dad, he was no coming in at number four for me. Cause I'm off. I'm off that stupid baseball dream. <laughs> coming in at number four for me. Um, I kind of had this one tail end of high school and into college. I definitely had visions of potentially being a lawyer. And I know that's a popular one that, you know, they tell a lot of kids, oh, you want to be a lawyer, which I think is stupid that you tell kids that because I don't think kids have any understanding of what a lawyer is. Interesting. But when I got to high school, uh, later, later high school and into college, I thought a lawyer could be a realistic thing, namely because I feel like I'm really good at arguing, like my argumentative skills. Is A1. I feel like I can argue with anybody. And really, I could get borderline disrespectful with it. <laughs> to where, like, I will annoy you with the level of, like, willingness I am to stick to a certain But you side. can't win a case off of being annoying. Sometimes it is. No. So, sometimes lawyers win when they have the person who's guilty or, like, that was in, in the wrong. And it's just about how willi- how much are you willing to stick to your... Your story and your angle. We find your client annoying. And work it. <laughs> so I always felt that I could have made a good lawyer, but... Um, That's interesting. Reason why that that dream didn't work out is because... Wait. <laughs> Everything didn't work out because of <laughs> The reason it didn't work out he is because... He on his feet too long. <laughs> when I got to college, I started taking some coursework on... Like um, Law Legal stuff And I just didn't I felt like it was Very constricting mm. Like mentally I felt like The law felt so Like boundary lines Were drawn In the way that you could think And I felt that It was very very constricting So I kind of Abandoned ship on that Because I feel like To to commit to a career Of law Of law Being a lawyer Is to basically Know how to work Within those boundary lines mm. And I didn't want that which is why I ended up majoring in philosophy because I felt like it was the opposite. It was like your brain could be free. Think about anything. Mm. And um, yeah, major in philosophy. I like, I like it. Thank you, Benny. It's still, you know, still think piece, right? You're still thinking at least. Yeah, but it's like free thought. Yeah. 
What was your thesis? <laughs> what did you philosophize at the end of your career? I did a thesis on how to punch you in the face. <laughs> 20 ways. Got an A plus. Shout out to Dave and philosophies in general. Fat philosophist over here. <laughs> Shout out to you. Uh, coming out, coming in at number three for me, and my top five dream jobs. And Dave, I this is the same kind of not piggybacking off of you, but this is a dream that I had later on in my life. That um, zookeeper. <laughs> zookeeper. I can see you doing that job, huh? I gotta wear the little shorts and be all taking care of penguins. Every zookeeper got the thighs are like hey, yo. crazy. Yo, this boy be horny at the Philadelphia Zoo. Your thighness. Yo, your, thigh, yo, your thighs is crazy. <laughs> Shout out to all the zookeepers out there. Um, nah, but for me coming in number three, and this might be a little, but I'll I'll explain. Um I want I wanted to be a pediatrician. If that makes any sense, here's 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 my reasoning. For, a kid doctor. A, here's my reasoning for it. So I worked at a pharmacy from like sophomore year of college to like senior year of college, I think, or it might have been all four years of college. I forgot. But um, working at this pharmacy, um, you know, you see a lot of patients, you see a lot of people, and the one thing that I always talk to my pharmacist about was like the amount of medication that somebody was giving a child. So my pharmacist would always look at these prescriptions and be like, this is nuts. Like, this is crazy, because even though it might be a drug that you might it might seem innocent to a kid whose body's fresh and new, it could affect them a lot more than me and you. So me and the pharmacist would always discuss. And, you know, it always comes down to like what can get a parent to be quiet. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like if you're a parent and your kid is sick and you're hounding your pediatrician or your doctor like, yo, I need something for my son. Like and they just give him "Ah, just get out of my face. Here goes this. And then you give that kid that that can have effects on him later on in life. Mm -hmm. So seeing this constantly in the job, I actually wanted to switch majors in college at one point just because I wanted to be like helpful in that field. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the guy that kind of sit down and explain to parents who might have been argumentative or parents who might have been fighting back on it. Sort of like, look, this is what's best for your kid. This is what I prescribe. Don't go over this much. Don't do too much. Mm -hmm. And um, I did. I I still have a love for it. Like I still feel for children who have to go through that and parents who don't know, you know, you trust a doctor or you trust a pediatrician who is going to help out your kid. But then in the long run, they're just doing it so you can shut up and get out of their face. So in reality, you know, that was a that was a job that I always wanted to do. I mean, it still can be done, but it's like 14 years of college. And that's that that to me right now. I should have started it earlier, but and you dumb. So there's no way <laughs> to become a doctor because you dumb boy. <laughs> Is you dumb boy? That's my number three. Okay, you can't even spell pediatrician. Pediatrician, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue it though. I'm not gonna spelling. P e t e. P. Yeah. That's my number. Uh, that's my number three for right. my dream jobs. Coming in at number three for me. Um, in dream jobs that I always wanted. Um, 
uh, I did think that I could become like an actor. But I really didn't do anything to put myself in a position to actually make that dream come to life. But I think being an actor was is so cool. And I do think I have the ability to put myself in the mindset of an, of another, mm-hmm. like a different character. Mm. And I, I, I feel like I could thrive in that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not willing to put in none of the effort it takes to become a, like an actor. It does take a lot. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not with the like searching for um, roles and being like in a commercial for three seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I was to become an actor, I need to be put into a big budget movie off rip, off my first try. <laughs> Alien versus Bat- Batman, Avengers Endgame off rip for me. <laughs> Main character, Main love. character, Fat Man. <laughs> if I'm not that, if I can't be the Incredible Hulk off rip, <laughs> then no, nah, I'm good. But I think being an actor would be so cool, and I, I actually think I could do it. Let me see something. This is me thinking. <laughs> Oh, because he's a philosopher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. Thank you. Benny that's supports a, that's dreams. all Benny needed. You went about to be in Avengers Benny 5. Supports dreams. Okay, uh, it was giving me thinking. It was giving me thinking. <laughs> it's giving bananas. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really I, I think that would have been a cool thing. So that's my number three. Actor. I like it. I've 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 had theater minor when I was in college, so I wanted to be an actor too. Uh, Everything I say, <laughs> it's just because you lack talent. So anytime you say something, I'm like, how could you? How dare you even think you could do that? Theater minor, yeah. <laughs> Weak. You ever? You didn't even did Shakespeare before. <laughs> Have you ever Shakespeared? <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> Shout out did to you ever have to memorize a monologue? Yeah, I did. You was you was good. I did it. I was more funny. I was more comedy stuff. They only called me to do the comedy stuff. They didn't call me to do serious shit. I'm not serious, George, out here. I was out here being funny. <laughs> I can and never be an actor. My memory is trash, so like, <laughs> I would not remember no script, no monologue. The only way you could be an actor is if the role was play Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> If the role was B Benny, but any like emotion, no, I couldn't see Benny shelling out emotion. <laughs> All right, coming in number two for me. Uh huh. Um, for my top five dream jobs. <laughs> what? I already know what your number one is gonna be. You do? Yes, absolutely. I'm interested to hear what my number one is gonna be. No, you're gonna tell it, but I'm gonna say, uh, "Yep, that was it." <laughs> Anything right, I say, now you're gonna say, "Yep, that was it." <laughs> um, <clears throat> nah, uh, I always wanted to be it. So this is it. Kind of like correlate. It kind of I'm gonna do like a slash. You see what I'm saying? Like a half and half job right here. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be like a. I don't know if I wanted to be a producer or like a rapper. So I would say like a Kanye West esh type. That's a dream of mine. Um, reason being is West esh esque esque. I'm sorry. Um, putting ish and esque together. Reason being is one. <laughs> Kanye West esh esh. I want to be Kanye West esh. <laughs> 
Um, you dumb boy. Reason being is because obviously the our my love for hip hop. Um, well, rappers, I know you you folded many times <laughs> trying to rap. I folded one time. That was it. It was that one story that he got. That was it. That's the only time I ever folded during rap. Every other time it was fire. But Drug that marks. was like a formative. That's like one of those things where you were scarred for life from it, and and you just never recover. I could. I, I will recover. Right, one of these. Right now. One of these days when we're doing the top five, I'm gonna just cut you off. I'm gonna just jump in. I'm gonna I'm lose. I'm gonna leave Earth. I'm gonna, my eyes gonna be staring straight. <laughs> Feel me? And All right. I I can't wait. <clears throat> but um. When it comes to hip hop, I think I have so much of a love for the for the music that I if I was talented enough to do that stuff, I think that motivation itself would just push me forward to be one of the best at it. Because again, uh, when it comes to beat making and I've seen countless like interviews and and people showing you their process of how they make beats and what they do and what they listen for, and then with rappers like putting words together, you know, um, the rhyme scheme, the flow, just different things. I've always wanted to be a part of that. And I always thought it was cool to kind of, you know, put your feelings and, and what you went through pen to pad and then talk about it on a track while making it flow and sound nice. And, you know, so that's why I always like Kanye West. We, we he done a lot of dumb shit, but he is one of the greatest in hip hop. You can't know, but from producing to rapping, he's done a lot. So. I would want to be him Minus the stupid shit that he's, that he's done in this world Minus the craziness That he said But um That's my number two Rapper slash producer I guess we could say Coming in at number two For me Um This is where we separate Cause this dream is tough I always wanted to own My own restaurant I knew food was coming I knew food was gonna be somewhere on it. I thought. I, let me let me explain why. I always wanted to just be able to go to my own restaurant and have a little room in the back for free, and just be able to eat. <laughs> and like they prepare meals for me, and I can invite friends. And be like, yeah, just come by the restaurant. Yeah, no, we'll have the the private section in the back, and I could just stay. I could leave it open till late. You know what I mean? Till one a.m. Keep one chef back so he could cook just for us. That would be tough. You know, like just yeah. the, the aesthetic of having a restaurant, and then you can like decorate it the way you wanted to. You can just decide if you want it to be like low scale, kind of simple, or you want it to be this high class, elegant thing. When the moon hits your eye, <laughs> I could go to pizza pie. <laughs> Dave, just wanna, he went a waltz with a French fry right you now. Like, <laughs> when the moon hits your eye, it's a bag you automatically of- think it's a French restaurant. <laughs> Cause, man. I'm just saying, like, I think that's so cool to have your own restaurant, and um, I, yeah, I like. I I've always enjoyed like quality restaurants, going out to to good ones where there's good customer service. You feel like the the vibe is cool, you know, the energy, and it's just one of those cool things to own. I feel like I would be a great owner. I would come around the tables, hey, how you doing? Man? <laughs> get them more drinks, more drinks. This yeah, is a good vibe. Things, you know, like you get like regulars, and you know about their families. That's fire to me. <laughs> medium rare again. Get Tony his medium rare steak. And I think I would enjoy the business side of it too. That's the other part. I think I would really enjoy like paying the staff and making sure that they're they're you know compensated well, managing the books. You know what I'm saying? Ordering supplies, ordering ingredients. <laughs> better ingredients, better pizza. <laughs> Papa John's over here. <laughs> <laughs> 
This fat boy. <laughs> and that's one of my dreams. So this is my top two because that's one of them dreams I'm not giving up on yet. Oh. If I come into some money somehow, I'm opening a restaurant. What's it going to be called? Um, I haven't thought of that yet. Dave's, Dave's Pig Fest. <laughs> the Pig Pie. Dave's Buffet. I haven't thought about that yet. You got to wear little uh, baby blue shirts. <laughs> and look like you got shot with a paintball gun. <laughs> that's my number two, yo. I like it. I think that's tough, yo. Thank you, Benny. I wish you were my brother. I'll pull up to the restaurant. Exactly. Benny's right there. But yeah, but before but before we get into uh, the final one, Dave, Benny, what's your number one dream job? So this is something that came up recently, uh, thanks to the pod, too. I think I want to take this editing thing seriously mm. and start doing like... Because um, I've seen someone use the same software to make like movie trailers and shit. Mm. So I, I think it's... It's an avenue there, something that I could really tough grow on and keep learning, and it's something that I'm involved with heavy now. So why not keep expanding on it? Tough. I can see that for you. I can too. I definitely can. Do you have like a um, production name that you would use? That's like a pseudonym for you instead of your name? No. Everything oh. is Benny. Everything's just Benny. Not like Little X or um, Scarlet. Scarlet. Spatel attendant tear. Like, I'm pretty sure Spike Lee's name ain't Spike Lee. I think that's like a stage. You think it's Cat? Stage name. It's a cool It's a cool name. That is dope. But now I don't got no alter ego or none of that. Not yet, at least. But yeah, I want to take this editing seriously, man. Benjamin, Val- uh, Benjamin Valentine Production. We can, we, I mean, we've been giving them, you a lot of nicknames, so maybe one will click. Benty Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> Bendito. Imagine Bendito Productions. Hey, <laughs> Bendito. That'll be his tagline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that one, Benny. That's a, so that's one that's still active. I can active see that for you, too. Yeah, definitely still active. I can see that for Benny, too. Benny uh, is getting Benny's better. Benny's the man behind our, our YouTube. And you know? he's, getting, he's getting better every week with the editing. Yeah. So we, we, we got our clips. We got our full episodes. Edit it down to the socks you heard. Yeah, I think I think um I think that'd be cool, man, if you had your name on the credit somewhere of a big movie or something. Yeah, man. Or like some music videos. That would be fire. Yeah. Hey everybody, if you want to get a hold of Benny, let us know. Yeah, if you need something edited. He's here. You know he's what I'm ready. Saying? Your your footage from your bar mitzvah or something. Right. If the price um, is right, he's there with yeah, it. If the price is right, but come right with a price. You know what I mean? Cause not every price is nice. Talk about it. Yep. Steamed up like rice. <laughs> Open up our own restaurant. And don't have lice. Suffice. <laughs> Suffice. I'm on this mic device telling you something. Splice. <laughs> <laughs> Not once, but twice. All right. <laughs> Coming in number one for me. Thrice. On my top. <laughs> for my top five dreams job. Like Dream job. My first name be Bryce. <laughs> Dave, I'm curious. What do you think my number one's going to be? You said you already know. Yeah. Knows <laughs> 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 me well. Um, I would be right in the back like. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> uh, stand-up comedian. Um, 
coming in number one for me. Something that I love to do forever. I mean, I, I, at first it was something that I was really nervous about, you know, and, and then, you know, just being around the family that we have, the people that we have kind of brought that funny side out of me and that comedy side out. And then when I finally went on stage and did it, it just felt right. You know what I mean? You realize quickly that you're not good at it. No, it felt it felt right. It felt good. It felt comfortable. Um, it felt it felt good to hear like other Ooh. people say it. So like it felt good to go in and like the club promoter was quiet. Would email me and like <laughs> <laughs> the club promoter would email me and like call me. Never come back. I saved I saved a message on my phone and he was like, I really do believe like you have what it takes to be to make me throw up. <laughs> a stand up comedian and he was like you have the talent he was like I feel like you should continue to go with it and like go make this a, make this a career for yourself that's tough so man. I from there he like hooked me up with different clubs in New York and at one point at one point I was club hopping and um you know getting home at like three in the morning because I would drive from Philly to New York and then back home to get to work in the morning and um it was just a great experience it was kind of cool seeing New York like on a random Thursday night like in Manhattan and then I would drive over to uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club and do stand up there and it just felt good and I the bigger the crowd the more I feel like I thrived in so like the 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 moments that I had my bigger crowds were the ones that I felt more comfortable so I always felt like I could do stages in front of like thousands of people and like just be myself and just let it flow and let it be great and um, I don't know I had like I always I always say I had my one I had my shot they had booked me for the month of March to have my primetime show. So it was like the first time I was going to do like 20 minute shows. And he had booked me up through all of March. It was March, 2020. <laughs> oh. So COVID had hit and, um, and he had, he had, he, he called me or emailed me, but the club promoter was like, look, I'm apologize, but everything's shutting down. And like, I don't know when it's going to come back up. So we're really just going to have to, we're not going to be able to do anything from here on out. And, after a few years, you know, when everything opened back up, they did message me back and they did email me to come back. And I just never I don't know. I just never pursued it. I never I, I don't know if it was just me mentally like blocking myself out. But once I had it rolling, I felt like I was good. And then once he once that hit and I stopped, I was like, but I would love to do stand up, man, and, and do it in front of a crowd and in front of a bunch of people. I feel like I do have the talent and I feel like I can hold people's attention and make people laugh. I feel like that's my greatest uh, asset to myself is my comedy, my humor, and I have the gift of gab of talking to people. So, stand up has always been my number one. And even with this man, I hope I hope we could take this because you know there's a bunch of people who do podcasts on stage and in front of a live crowd. I wish we could take this and do that, man, and push it even further. You know, yeah, man. So that's my number one. Stand up. Sometimes with with a dream with when you have like a dream to do something, so much of it is on momentum. Yeah. And if the momentum gets interrupted in any way, like COVID did that for a lot of people with a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just like interrupted the Sucks. momentum people had and then it's really hard to pick that up. So would you say that's still an active dream? Yeah, of course it is. And it's still something that I think about a lot. And Would you let Benny produce your comedy special? Edit it up? Oh, of course, man. If I'm eating, we... And then y'all come to my restaurant after. Yeah. If I'm eating, we all eating. You feel me? And we... And you, and you come into the back secret room. <laughs> the back secret room? <laughs> <laughs> for food. Not for no butt stuff. It's a possibility, though, man. 
It just, still is a big possibility. Just go do some stand up, get it all filmed up. Yeah. I'll edit it up in no time. Yeah. Alex bring the donuts. Alex bring the donuts. <laughs> as long as we got the donuts. <laughs> we all eat. But that's right. my number one stand up comedy or stand up comedian. I knew I knew it was that one. Coming in at number one for me. Um I already got a name and everything. It will be DJ Fuzzy Slippers. Oh, you want to be a DJ? My number one dream job was to be would be to be a DJ. No wonder you handle the boards and stuff like that. I know many guys can know. That means you could use our board to like put the whoa, whoa. <laughs> I would be DJ Fuzzy Slippers. I always felt that I, I could just be an amazing DJ because, um, like you were saying earlier about the whole production thing, I just love music. But really, I love to get the party started. You know what I'm saying? I love to curate vibes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love to... to in that case, I'm a tastemaker. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can feel the pulse of the, of, the, of the crowd. I could just look around and see what people... I, I can see what people's bodies telling me. Hey. Right here, we need some reggae right here. Okay. Because everybody's ready to dutty wine. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> dutty wine. If you don't got the eyesight to know when somebody's ready to dutty wine. <laughs> let me. Let me. <laughs> you want that It's all these butt shaking right now, right? Okay. DJ baby. Don't switch I can really be a DJ for real. I think so. Um, I just think DJing is the coolest, most fun thing. And uh, what y'all think? Y'all think Dave could DJ? And it's still an active dream. You think you think Dave could DJ, Benny? Yeah, I think so. Thank you. And we got the plug. Thank you. Thank you. I think Dave could DJ. I could literally get D- Dave gigs for DJing. Easy. You just gotta work on your sc- on your scratching. Yeah, that's it. I just gotta work on my scratching. That's really all I got left. You got to put the headphone down like this to your head. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. West. (laughs) And then I need to get like a nice um, sounder for myself. Yeah. For DJ Fuzzy Slippers. Uh, It's easy, man. Go to that Hey Arnold episode. Fuzzy Slippers tells no lies. That'll be your sounder. That'll be your sounder. You already get it. Don't do this to me. (laughs) (laughs) You already get it. I hate when he does that. And that's my number one. Hey, shout out, man. Top five this week. Top five dream jobs today. Support us. Support us. Y'all heard already before. Support my dreams. Support our dreams. Tell us what y'all dreams is. Exactly. Let us know. So I can tell you that you're going to be weak at it. Down below in the comments, let us know your dreams. Let us know who you think won this week on the top five. It wasn't really, I mean... I guess if people kind of I want people to weigh in 
and f- and tell us whose dreams are more realistic and better and fit them. And who's and who's and what dreams do you have that might match our dreams? You know, maybe there's some rappers out there. Maybe there's some comedians out there. Maybe there's some people who get into the health world and they aspiring OnlyFans lawyers. Yeah, yuck. You. Uh, that was my number six. Oh my god! <laughs> At Fat Boy Feet. <laughs> All footwork. Get in the line. It might be just you two in the line. One way you can. One way you can. Uh, you know, help us out with our dreams is by following us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Uncle Dev Foo, at Dave Cruz two six seven. Benny doesn't have an Instagram. Alex doesn't have a mic. Follow us on Facebook <laughs> at Dave Cruz at Dev Cruz. Or at Cruise Control Pod on Facebook. Also follow the pod on Instagram at Cruise underscore Control Pod. Um, and if you're not following Instagram or Facebook, you can always follow the podcast page at Cruise Control Pod on YouTube. I'm Dave. That's I mean, I'm Dave. That's Dave. I'm Dev. That's Benny. Alex is right there. Thank you guys for listening in to episode 84. Um, who got the outro song? Me or you? I think it's on you. It's on me. I got the perfect song, man. For everybody out there who has a dream, for everybody out there who's lit, who's who's working on something. There's only one thing I could tell you: the blackness. The blackness. Keep the keep on. Stay optimistic, y'all. Stay optimistic, y'all. Listen. Said Benny did the drums to this, right? You get in the for this job with the drums. <laughs> Kanye West ish.